Hello and welcome to more, which stands for Midday Obviously Reads Everything. So, this is the podcast where I try my very best to finish The Hunger Games. As a self-proclaimed bookworm, it's kind of my duty. So join me and all of my guests as we try to read through the whole series. So sit back and relax as I do my best, my very, very, very best to read all of it. I hope I like it and I hope you like it too. So, let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of More. We have here my guest, Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the podcast once again. Um, Katie, does does Katie know what we listened to last? Um, no, I'm very behind, actually. Very behind. So I'll catch you up a little bit. So basically, Katniss, like, she put the jacket jackets, the swingers, <laughs> the tracker jackets, tracker jackets. <laughs> tracker jackers <laughs> okay she put the tracker jackers that's okay we're good yes tracker jacker on um the career tributes and she got two of them out so let us continue let us continue all right um where are we all right <clears throat> you haven't said the page number okay so the page number is two um Hey, stay away from my pizza. Okay, well, there goes my accent. Yeah, no accent, Katie. It's fine. I tried. For reference, there was like a wasp that just flew around us. One might even say... (laughs) No. Jacker jacket. No! (laughs) No one's saying it's a jacker jacket or whatever. Or I was saying that. Whatever. Anyway, we are now starting page 259 big print edition let's continue <clears throat> i can't move too quickly my joints reject any abrupt movement but i establish the slow hunter's tread i use when tracking the game with a few minutes i spot a rabbit and make my first kill with a bow and arrow not my usual clean shot through the eye but i'll take it after about an hour i find a stream shallow but wide and more than sufficient for my needs the sun's hot and severe so while i wait for my water to purify i shift down to my underclothes and wade into the mild currents i'm filthy from head to toe i try splashing myself a but eventually just lie down in the water for a few minutes, letting it wash off the suit and blood and skin that has started to peel off my burns. After rinsing out my clothes and hanging them on the bushes to dry, I sit on the bank in the sun for a bit, untangling my hair with my fingers. My appetite returns, and I eat a cracker and a strip of beef with a handful of moss. Ew, moss? Can you eat moss? Moss? Is moss edible? I mean, eat? yeah, probably. That's probably, it tastes like a sponge or something, right? Moss? Or would it even taste like anything? Would it taste like grass? It probably tastes earthy and like dirt. That dirt. wasn't a pun. Mm, it was a I, genuine description. That wasn't. Was it a pun? It was that supposed a to be a pun? It wasn't. Well, it would be a bad pun if that was a pun. Yeah, which is why I don't make bad puns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. Anyway, I polish the blood from my silver weapon. Refresh, I treat my burning burns again, braid that back of my hair, and dress in the damp clothes, knowing the sun will dry them soon enough. Following the stream against its current seems the smartest course of action. I'm traveling uphill now, which I prefer, with a source of fresh water not only for myself, but possible game. I easily take out a strange bird that must be some form of wild turkey. Anyway, it looks pretty edible to me. By late afternoon, I decide to build a small fire to cook the meat. Bedding the dusk will help conceal the smoke, and I can quench the fire by nightfall. 
I cleaned the game, taking extra care with the bird, and, uh, oh, with the bird, but there's nothing alarming about it. Once the feathers are plucked, it's no bigger than a chicken, but it's plump and firm. I've just placed my first lot over the coals when I hear a twig snap. In one motion, I turn to the sound of bringing the bow and arrow to my shoulder. There's no one there, no one I can see anywhere. I just the tip of a child's boot just peeking out from behind the trunk of a tree. My shoulders relax, and I grin. She can move through the woods like a shadow. You can give her that. How else could she have followed me? Words come out of my mouth before I can stop them. You know, they're not the only ones who can form alliances, I say. For a moment, no response. Then one of the rude's eyes gleam around the trunk. Want me for an ally? Why not? You see me with those tracker jackets. Tracker jackers. Tracker jackers. <laughs> You're smart enough to be still alive. To still be alive. And I can't seem to shake you anyway, I say. She blinks at me, trying to decide. You hungry? I can see her swallowing hard, her eyes looking to the meat. Come on, then. I have two kills today. Rue tentative, tentatively steps out into the open. I can fix your stings. Can you? I ask. How? She digs into the pack she carries and pulls out a handful of leaves. I'm almost certain that's the one the mother uses. Where'd you find those? Just around. We all carry them when we work in the orchard. They left a lot of nests here, says Rue. There are a lot here, too. That's right. You're District 11 Agriculture. <laughs> Agriculture, I say. Orchards, huh? That must be how you can fly around the trees like you've got wings. Roof smiles. I've landed on one of the few things she'll admit to pride, to be prideful in. <laughs> landed on the few things she'll admit pride in. <clears throat> well, come on then, fix me up. I plunk down the fire and roll up my pant legs to reveal the sting on my knee. To my surprise, Rue places the handful of leaves in her mouth and begins to chew them. My mother would have used other methods, but it's not like we have a lot of options. After a minute or so, Rube presses the gloopy green water and the chewed leaf and spit on my knee. Oh, the sound that comes to my mouth before I can stop it. As if the leaves are actually leeching the pain right out of the stink. Rube gives a giggle. Luckily, you have the sense to pull the stingers out or you'd be a lot worse. Do my neck, do my cheek, I almost beg. Rue stuffs another handful of leaves in her mouth and soon I'm laughing because the relief is so sweet. I've noticed a long burn on Rue's forearm. I've got something for that, I set aside my weapons and anoint her arm with the burn medicine. You have a good sponsor, she says longingly. Have you gotten anything yet? She, I ask. She shakes her head. You will, though. Watch. The closer we get to the end, the more people will realize how clever you are. I turn the meat over. You weren't joking about wanting me for an ally? She asks. No, I meant it, I say. I can almost hear Hamish groaning as I team up, team up with this wispy child. But I want her, because she's a survivor, and I trust her, and why not admit it? She reminds me of Prim. Okay, she says, and holds out her hand. We shake. It's a deal. Of course, this kind of deal can only be temporary, but neither of us mentions that. Rue continues a big handful. Rue contributes. Ah! Rue contributes a big handful of some sort of starchy root to the meal. Roasted over the fire, they have the sharp, sweet taste of parsnip. She recognizes the bird too. Some wild thing they call a grusling in her district. She says sometimes they fl a flock will wander into the orchard and they'll get a de decent lunch that day, or for a while, all decent lunches. Uh, hold on, I'm reading it again. For a while, all conversations stop as we fill our stomach. The grusling was delicious meat. What? The grusling has delicious meat. Uh, that's so fatty, the grease drips down your face when you bite into it. Oh, says Rue with a sigh. I've never had a whole leg to myself before. I bet she hasn't. I'll bet meat hardly ever comes her way. Take the other, I say. Really, she says? Uh, take whatever you want. Now that I've got a bow and arrow, I can get more. Plus, I got snares. I can show you how to set them up, I say. Rue looks uncertainly as the leg. Oh, take it, I say, putting the drumstick in her hand. It'll only keep a few days anyway, and we've got the whole bird plus the rabbit. Once you get a hold of the hit, her appetite wins out, and she takes a huge mouthful. I'd have thought it. I'd have thought, in District 11, you'd have a bit more to eat than us. You know, since you grow the food. Oh, we're not allowed to eat the crops. They arrest you or something, I ask? They whip you and make everybody else watch. Eee! 
The mayor is very strict about it. I can tell by her expression that it's not that uncommon in occurrence. Public whipping is a rare thing in District 12, though occasionally one occurs. Technically, Gail and I could be whipped on daily basis, daily basis for poaching in the woods. Well, uh, technically we could get a whole lot worse, except all the officials buy our meat. Besides, our mayor, Ma- Ma- Mage's father, doesn't seem to be much of a taste for such events. Maybe being the least prestigious, poorest, most ridiculed district in the country has its advantages, such as being largely ignored by the capital as long as we produce our coal quotas. Do you get all the coal you want? Rue asked. No, I answered. Just what we buy and whatever we track in our boots. They feed us a bit extra during harvest so the people can keep going longer, says Rue. Don't you have to be in school, I asked. Not during harvest. Everybody works then, says Rue. It's interesting to hear about her life. but so little in common with anybody outside our district. In fact, I wonder if the game makers are blocking out our conversations, because even though the information seems harmless, they want people in different districts to know uh, one another. Our real suggestion... Sorry, there's a bunch of ducks. I'm not sure if you can see them, but they're cute. They're, are they like baby ducks? No, I don't know. You don't know? But there's... I thought that I was like, oh, I can point them out, and then Mede could keep reading and also see them, but I realize now that that's not how that's, that works. That's not how that works. Thank you for trying, though, Katie. That's what people do while, you know, driving. Like, I'll point something out, and my sister will be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't be distracted driving, or else Katie will be like, don't be a distracted driver. Yes. Right, Katie? Yes. Yes. I'm very assertive. And very I'll assertive. Tell you not to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tell them. Katie. Don't distract to drive. Yeah, don't distract to drive. That's our message. That's for our message. Don't distract the drive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? Um, a real suggestion will lay out our food to plan ahead. She's seen most of mine, but I added the last couple of crackers and beef strips to the pile. She's gathered quite a collection of roots, nuts, greens, and even some berries. I roll an unfamiliar berry in my fingers. Are you sure it's safe? Oh, yes, we have these back at home. I've been eating them for days, she says, popping me handful in her mouth. I tentatively bite into one, and as good as our blackberries. Taking Ruan as an ally seems a better choice you know, all the time. We divide up our food. So, so, so. I've been told I'm only allowed five puns yes. this day, yeah. this session. Mm-hmm. And one of them is that, why is it such a good idea to have Ru as an ally? I don't know. Why, Katie? <laughs> she finds all the berries and roots. You want to use your one of your five puns on that? Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> yeah, always. <sighs> okay. Um. Next, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. Anyway, uh, we divide up all our food supplies so in case we're separated, we both will be set for a few days. Apart from the food, Rue has a small water skin, a homemade slingshot, and an extra pair of socks. She also has a sharp shard of rock she uses as a knife. I know it's not much. She says it's embarrassed, but I had to get away from the corny corn fast. You did right, I say. When I spun out my gear, she gasps a little when she sees the sunglasses. How'd you get those, she asks. In my pack, they've been useless so far. They don't block the sun, and they make it harder to see, I say with a shrug. They're not for the sun, they're for darkness, exclaims Rue. Sometimes when we harvest for the night, they'll pass out a few pairs to those of us highest in the trees. Once the torchlight doesn't reach, uh, one time this boy, Martin, he tried to keep his pair hidden in his pants. They killed him on the spot. They killed the boy for taking these, I say. Yes, and everyone knew he was no danger. Martin wasn't right in the head. I mean, he still acted like a three-year-old. He just wanted the glasses to play with, says Rue. Here in the baby, feel like District 12 is some sort of safe haven. Of course, people kneel over from starvation all the time, but I can't imagine the peacekeepers murdering a simple-minded child. There's a girl who, one of Reese's says, grandkids, who wanders around the hall. She's not quite right, but she's treated as some sort of pet. People talk to scraps and things. So what do these do, I asked Rue, taking the glasses. They let you see in complete darkness, says Rue. Try them on tonight when the suns go down. 
I give her some matches, and she makes sure I have plenty of leaves in case my, my uh, stings flare up again. We extinguish her fire and head upstream until it's almost nightfall. Where do you sleep? I ask her. In the trees, she nods. In just in your jacket? Rue holds a pair of extra socks. I have these for my hands. I think of how cold nights have been. You can share my sleeping bag if you want. We can both easily fit. Her face lights up. I can tell this is more than she dared hope for. Pick a, f- a high fork in the tree and settle in for the night just as the anthem begins to play. There were no deaths today. Rue, I only just woke up today. How many nights did I miss? The anthem should block out our words, but I still whisper. I even take the precaution of covering my lips with my hands. I don't want the audience to know that I'm planning to tell her about the PETA. Taking a cue from me, she does the same. Two, she says, the girl from District 4, one, oh, District 1 and 4 are dead. There's 10 of us left. Something strange happened. At least I think it did. It might have been the tracker jacker venom making me imagine things. I say, you know the boy from my district, PETA? I think he saved my life, but he was with the careers. He's not with them now, she says. I have spied on their base camp by the lake. They made it back before they collapsed from the stingers, but he's not there. Maybe he did save you and had to run. I don't answer. If, in fact, Peter did save me, I'm in his debt again, and this can't be paid back. If he did, it was probably just part of his act. You know, to make people think he's in love with you. Oh, says Rue, thoughtfully. I didn't think that was an act. Of course it is, I say. He worked it out with our mentor. The anthem ends, and the sky goes dark. Let's try to get these glasses. I pull up the glasses and slip them on. Rue wasn't kidding. I could see everything from the leaves on the tree to a skunk going strolling through the bushes a good 50 feet away. I could kill it from here if I had to mind. If I had a mind to. I could kill anybody. I wonder who else got a pair of these, I say. The queers have two pairs, but they've got everything down by the lake, Bruce says. And they're so strong. We're strong, too, I say, just in a different way. You are. You can shoot, she says. What can I do? You can feed yourself. Can they? I ask. They don't need to. They have all those supplies, says Rue. Say, say they didn't. A few supplies were gone. How long will they last? I mean, it's the Hunger Games, right? The Katniss, they're not hungry, says Rue. No, they're not. That's the problem, I agree. For the first time, I had a plan. A plan that isn't motivated by the need to fight an evasion. A defensive plan. I think we're going to have to fix that, Rue. Wow. You're going to have to fix it. Now it's crazy. Fix their hunger problems. Make make them hungry. She's going to make them hungry by taking their food. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We just finished chapter 15. I'm just trying to see how long this chapter was. Kind of long. Whatever. We're going to read, like, a little bit. Like, two minutes worth of chapter 16. So. Chapter 16, everybody. Page 271. So we're almost, we're past halfway right now. And we're getting close to a third. Two thirds. Two thirds. Two thirds of the way. Woohoo. Celebration. Celebration time. time. Yeah. <clears throat> Rue has decided to trust me wholeheartedly. I know it's because as soon as the anthem finishes, she snuggles up against me and falls asleep. Nor do I have any misgivings about her, as I take no particular precautions. She wanted me dead. All she would have to do was disappear from the tree without pointing out. The tracker jacket nest. Kneeling me at the very back of my mind is the obvious. Both of us can't win these games, but since the odds are still against either of us surviving, I manage to ignore the thoughts. Besides, I'm attracted by my latest idea about the careers and their supplies. Somehow, Rue and I must find a way to destroy their food. I'm pretty sure feeding themselves will be a tremendous struggle. Traditionally, the career tribute strategy is to get a hold of the food early and work out from there. They use when they have not protected it well. One year, a pack of hideous reptiles destroyed it. Another, a game maker flood washed it away. Those are usually the years that the tributes from other districts has won. That the careers have been better fed growing up is actually sort of disadvantaged because they don't know how to be hungry. Not the way Rue and I do. Woo! But I'm too exhausted to begin any de- detailed plan tonight. My wounds recovering my bruise. <laughs> my wounds recovering. My mind is still a bit foggy from the venom. The warmth of Rue at my side, her head cradled up by my shoulder, have given me a sense of security. 
I realized for the first time how very lonely I've been in the arena, how comforting the presence of another human can be. I give into my drowsiness, resolving that tomorrow the tales will turn. Tomorrow it will be the careers who have to watch their backs. Boom of the cannon jolts me awake. The sky shrieks with, shriek with lights, and the birds already chattering. Rue perches on a branch across me, her hands cupping something. We wait, listening for more shots, but there aren't any. Who do you think that was? I can't help thinking of Peta. I don't know, it could have been any of the others, says Rue. I guess we'll know tonight. Who's left, I ask? Uh, the boy from District 1, both from District 2, the boy from District 3, Thresh and me, and you and Peta, says Rue. That's 8. Wait, and the boy from 10, the one with the bad leg, he makes 9. There's someone else, but neither of us can remember who it is. Wonder who is it? Who who the last one was? Clockface girl from District Five. Yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. See? Pop quiz. Pop quiz and I passed with flying colors. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that sounds better in my head, but then I said it out loud. It sounds silly. No, it's just I love the villain laugh. Yes. I am an actual villainous doer evil. <gasps> yes. Okay, so we're gonna finish this page and then we're gonna be done for today. No telling, but that's a good breath. A death should hold a crowd for a bit. Maybe we'll have time to do something before the game makers decide what to move me too slowly. What's in your hand? Requisites, Rue. She holds them out, revealing two big eggs. What kind of those, I ask? Not sure. They're the marshy area over the way. Some kind of water bird, she says. The bananas cook them, but neither of us want to risk a fire. My guess is that the tribute who dies there is the victim of the careers, which means they've recovered enough to be back in the games. We each suck out the insides of the eggs, eat a rabbit leg, and some berries. It's a good breakfast anywhere. Okay, so we are done for today. Thank you so much, my guest Katie, for joining me today. You only made, like, one or two puns. Thank goodness. I couldn't have survived it with any more than that. Um, anything to say? Anything at all? Please? Maybe? Don't make I have I have zero thoughts. I have zero words. Well, obviously not. I just want to nap. Okay. Katie wants to nap. It's the tired games. Yes, the it's still the Hunger Games, but Man. you're tired. I think we could rename it. Katniss was too tired to make a plan. Well, Katniss, Katniss hasn't been that hungry. Katniss has mostly been tired. She's been dehydrated. Injured. It's the dehydration games. It's true. Let's just rename it. The dehydration slash injured games slash burned games slash she's running away from people again games slash run, 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 Katniss games. The danger games. The danger <laughs> games. That, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> the games. The games, period. Yeah. yeah. I feel like <laughs> the capitals, capital. 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 Yep. Their main goal is not accurate advertising. Yeah, you know, maybe it started out like they just were hungry, and they gave them weapons once they wanted, like, entertainment, you know? Maybe it was, like, at first, it was like, oh, we wanted to just make you suffer because you tried to rebel against us. How dare you try to rebel against us? Don't rebel. Don't fight back. They wouldn't, like, ready rebel. <laughs> I'm ready. No, like I'm the Hunger Games, or I'm Katniss Everdeen. Katniss Everdeen, the girl on fire. The there girl on fire who was almost set on fire. Ironic. Ironic, but not very funny. Ironic. Ir- irony. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but yes, thank you so much for coming again, my guest Katie. Thank you so much for not making a lot of puns. You yeah. know, I was able to actually read this time and not make faces because you're making bad puns. She's looking You're at welcome. me. No, she's looking at me with such such want. She wants to make more puns, but she doesn't have material too. That's you know, that's a good thing for me, not for you. Sorry, Katie. Maybe next time you could make a pun or two. <laughs> Very interesting podcast. Very yes. interesting podcast. Yes. All right. Thank you again, and we'll see you in the next podcast. So bye. You gonna say bye to Katie here? Or- no. You're not gonna say bye. 
No, wait. I, I really like the people listening. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay, and done. And that's it. We got pretty far for today. So I can't wait for the next one. And if I said something wrong, which let's be honest, I probably did, don't hesitate to point it out to me. Because honestly, if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you actually supposed to laugh at? Am I right? Yeah. Okay, then I'll see you in the next one. Midday out. <laughs>